Hey guys, I'm Abby Franklin, the publisher of Be Vivacious Magazine, and I'm so excited that over the next four weeks, during the month of February, we are gonna sit down with four different people who have walked this path with Jesus very differently. They made very different decisions during high school and college, and we're gonna talk with them about choices and how the choices that they made then in their lives are affecting them now. And then we are also gonna talk with two people who are currently walking in that season and how they are honoring God right now in their daily lives. Today, we are gonna sit down with Bree. She is amazing. She is young. She got married at 20. She's currently 26. She has two kids, a husband, a youth leader at church, owns two businesses. She is an interior designer and she owns a high-end marketing firm. So she is busy, but her walk with the Lord has been beautiful. And my prayer is that you and I will both receive so much wisdom from her and that the Lord will speak directly into your life through hers. So sit back and relax and let's have a conversation. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so we are just going to chat a little bit about like your life story and where you've walked and kind of like what your high school and college days looked like. And um, so tell me a little bit about like how you grew up. Did you grow up in a home that loves Jesus or was it, you know, different than that? Yeah, I am so fortunate. I am a church girl and I'm blessed. I've grown up in a family where you know, my parents really taught me the value of church and taught me the value of a relationship with Christ and not just attending church, but serving in church. Mm-hmm. That That's where true fulfillment is found and just really digging deep into a relationship with Christ. And I'm, I'm so blessed that from the time I was born, it's just been seeing my parents and great mentors, my whole family in the same church building and serving as youth pastors and deacons and just a family of of believers. And I think that that has played a huge role in my life of, you know, following God's will and making these decisions that have glorified God and have also brought me such satisfaction because I'm honoring him. Yeah. Um, It's been really great. I love that. So you would say that you were somebody who was at church every time the doors were open? Pretty much. Yeah. There was the occasional yeah. vacation, but right, oh no, right. we, we were at church yeah. Sunday morning, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights. And it's something that I love. It was never, I can only think of a few times that I was like, oh, I don't want to go to church. I've always loved church. I think it's so important. And I think that to really have a thriving relationship with mm-hmm. Christ, you need that fellowship with other Christians. You completely need that that mentor group. You yes. need that time to really dig deep. I completely, completely yeah. agree with you. All right, so the decisions that you made, and let's talk about high school first. Yeah. The decisions specifically that you made during high school, um, obviously high school is a really tough season for yeah. anybody. Yeah. There's so many decisions that you get to make because you're kind of at that brink where um, you have a little bit of independence. Your parents are still over you as far as decisions, the, the big decisions, but the everyday decisions you kind of get to make on your own at that point. Um, and I feel like for so many people, this is when they like start making the decisions to not honor God. And having the chance to sit and talk with you and learn a little bit about your heart during that season and, um, and specific choices that you made to honor God, maybe when the people around you weren't. 
Talk to me a little bit about that. So for me, it was, you know, going back to my childhood, my parents always told me that the biggest decision that I will ever make is salvation. Mm -hmm. And from that point, once you accept Christ, every choice you make should glorify God. And to me, it kind of plays this role into obedience right? and obedience being a choice. And in every decision you make, are you obeying God? Are you disobeying God? And I think that one thing I heard, I heard pastor say just recently that partial obedience is still disobedience. I and agree with that. It's crazy to mm -hmm. think about, but I think when I was in high school, I always wanted to obey. Mm -hmm. I mean, my parents, the school rules, and most importantly, God. And that was a huge aspect of my life was obeying God mm -hmm. and knowing that. And so in high school, even though there were so many people that wanted to fit in and wanted to party and wanted to make all of these decisions that don't necessarily honor God, I always wanted to obey God. And at times it was really difficult and it was, you know, a lot of hardship and a lot of what I felt like was judgment um, coming at me because I didn't want to make those decisions. Right, right. But ultimately, you know, I didn't drink. I'm 26 and I still don't, never yeah. have. Yeah. And I didn't go to parties and I, I always, whatever I did, wanted to make sure that it glorified God. And it wasn't that I had to sit back on every decision and be like, oh, does this honor God? Does it not? It was just one of those things. I feel like when you have a relationship with Christ, and you want to get to know him, yes. these decisions become easier. And there were hard decisions. There were times where I, you know, wanted to go to the party, but ultimately mm -hmm. I was like, uh, probably not the best decision. Right. Um, but I just feel like it was better to make the decision to, to make the choice to just honor God and to stick to my values and what I felt was important at the time. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. So my pastor has this saying, show me your friends mm -hmm. and I'll show you your future. Yeah. Um, did you surround yourself with people who felt the same, like like-minded friends who love the Lord and who did the same things? Or were you kind of like a lone ship at sea? I made a point to try to just be friendly with everybody, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that I would hang out with everybody. I right. never wanted to be rude, but my, mm -hmm. I had a select group of friends. They were the ones that I did stuff with. They were the right. ones that we would hang out on the weekends. They were the ones where I would go to their house. And for the most part, they, they made mistakes in their life. They didn't always agree right. with, you know, completely cutting out anything to dishonor God, but mm -hmm. they did believe the same things I did. Even if they, you know, maybe strayed at times or, and I mean, who am I to Don't judge? I did too. I know. But I know. Yeah. it was one of those things that I wanted to make sure that the people that I was spending the majority of my time with were like-minded. Right. Even, you know, we all make mistakes, but we have those same values at heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Bible talks about friendships and how it's kind of like, iron sharpening iron, where yeah. if you're surrounding yourself with people who love the Lord, they're going to be the ones who call you out whenever you're about to step over and yeah. do something that you're not yeah. supposed to do. You and know? it like, walks a fine line because, you know, there are a lot of people that they say, oh, they're friends and they want to go hang out with everybody. And I would say, be friendly, be friends with as many mm -hmm. people as you can. Always show the love of Christ. Yes. Always be friendly. Right. But that doesn't mean that you should be spending the majority of your time with these people that are so far right distant right um and witness if, to them show the love let them see christ through you yes. but don't let them influence you negatively right right well i mean you can hang out with people that are 
walking a different path than you are. Mm -hmm. Like this, where you have conversation, exactly. but you don't necessarily have to go to the party with them and experience the party with them. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do you um, do you remember any specific incident where you felt pressure to dishonor God or um, the judgment that you spoke about earlier, where um, it was like hurtful and you you really felt like you know honoring God was um, a sacrifice maybe? Yeah, I there were quite a few times. Um, like I said, a lot of my friends, even though they had the same beliefs, mm -hmm. um, they liked to have fun. Yeah. And they would have parties. And I remember it came down to a time in particular and I wasn't invited. Right. And all of my friends were. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't invited. And I actually found out about it after the fact. Yeah. Monday back at school. Oh my God. And they were all talking about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And yeah. They were like, oh, we all got together over the weekend. And at the time it was devastating. You right. always want to fit in. You always Absolutely. want to be a part, especially when it's your friends. Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't understand. And I was like, why, why would you not even invite me? Why wouldn't you tell me about it? And my friend said, you don't, you don't do any of this stuff and we don't want you to sit there and not have a good time and then us worry and feel like you know we're judging you or you're judging us and i was like that's never the case looking back now i think about how silly it was and how it, at the time it crushed me because i was like oh, they don't want to spend time with me right ultimately i look back and i say they respected my decisions yes. and my values enough yes. not to even put me in a place of having to decide. I mean, honestly, I look at that as an outsider and say, wow, they really set her in a place of honor, in my opinion, because they did want to honor you and mm -hmm. respect you. And they knew exactly where you stood. Yeah. Like it wasn't a question. Yeah. Um, so they almost protected you with that? That is... When I think back, that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. They they didn't even want me to have to make a decision of, yeah. do I want to go against what I believe? Or right. do I want to kind of go against my comfort zone or anything along those lines? Because they knew at the end of the day, I wasn't going to make those decisions. Right. Um, not that it was just, oh, I'm just not going to do that. Like it was always a thought, you know, but mm -hmm. it's a choice, a choice that you have to make. Absolutely. And I think it all went back to everybody wants to fit in. But looking back, if I could tell anybody or any, especially high school girls, mm -hmm. don't fit in, stand out, stand out for Christ and stand so out for Christ. Day, like, right? There aren't enough people doing it. Just right. stand out for Christ because yeah. you will gain so much more respect from people mm -hmm. and just people will appreciate you so much more and your value and your worth is in Christ. So why yes. not, why not honor him? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel like, um, so my story is very different from yours in high school. Um, and, and I feel like for me, I wanted the popularity and I wanted to be with the people that I thought had that position, if that yeah. makes sense, yeah. because I didn't see my value. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in a home that I've always known Jesus. Like yes. and my family sounds a lot like yours. Mm -hmm. They were always in church, always reading their Bibles, always praying as a family. Um, I mean, my grandfather was like the pillar of our family and he's the closest thing that I've ever seen to like actually seeing Jesus, if yeah. that makes sense. Like yeah. his heart was so in love with Christ. So 
having that backbone for me was there. Um, but I personally didn't choose to walk with the Lord on my own, like independently until I was yeah. 20. So um, I found my worth in other relationships yeah. and in other people. And so, um, you know, I think that having that, that foundation where you're standing, I'm, the rock you're standing on the rock on the foundation of christ um gives you so much more confidence and i think that um looking at your story you just seem like someone who is just filled with confidence but not in yourself in your walk with the lord like that was very evident the first day that i met you um you know i've said this before but i feel like the first time we met um the Lord was there and he was in our conversation yeah. because it's very hard to find um, a person that you can just meet and immediately have exactly. that connection. Yeah. Yes. Um, where we ended up talking about the Lord and our walks with the Lord and how um, mine was not perfect mm -hmm. and it, yours wasn't perfect either, but you spent your life honoring God. And um, you made a comment that day that has stood out to me. Um, where you said that in that season, you walked away and you didn't necessarily feel like you had a testimony. Yeah. And to me, like I look at your story and I'm like, wow, she is like living the goal. Like, like I wish that my high school and college days looked like yours, like reflected yours because you reflected Jesus during that time. And I have a hard time understanding how you walked away feeling like you didn't have a testimony. Yeah, I think for me, you hear about testimonies and I look at other people and what I see is I love the testimonies that are complete change. So I was here, but with God, I'm here. Right. For me, it's always been love. Well, always gone to church. I've always believed in God. I've always had a relationship. And I think that for me, it was just, it was simple and that was just life and even though there are so many people that are like oh well i want to see how god has worked and i'm like well i've seen it daily okay. and i it's such a blessing to look yes. back on and i love hearing your perspective but for me when somebody asks my testimony i'm like i mean i just grew up in church and i've always loved jesus you know a huge part of my testimony though and it kind of goes back to what you were saying about confidence Yes, I was saved as a young girl. I've always believed in Jesus, but I have walked through hardship. Mm -hmm. Really, in particular, the end of high school, beginning of college, I got married at a very young age. How old were you when you got married? I was 20. How old are you now? 26. Okay. okay. Yes. So I got married at a young age. I met my husband when I was 16, mm -hmm. even though he did not even acknowledge my existence for a couple of years. <laughs> but... I look back and a lot of my testimony is based on insecurities. And okay. it was when I felt like I didn't have a purpose, it was almost like I forgot that my value and my worth was found in Christ. Mm -hmm. And even though I'd always walked with him and I'd always known this about him, there was a season of my life where it was, you know, God was calling me to something entirely different than what I had planned for myself. I thought I was gonna be a nurse. Mm -hmm. Praise Jesus, I am not a nurse. That is not my <laughs> calling, and I know that. But because I had this plan for myself, right. I kind of walked away from God. And I, I made that choice. It, 
And when I say walked away, I still believed in God. I still mm-hmm. did my Bible studies. But I also made the choice to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do in my life. And it took me a little while to get back to God. This is your will for my life. And so that confidence and that value that I found in Jesus kind of went down. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. I started questioning my purpose. I started questioning my passions. I started questioning my calling. Yeah. And I walked through a couple of really difficult things that God kind of got me back on track. Mm-hmm. And even though it was hard, that's a huge part of my testimony. Mm-hmm. And I think that had I not always made the choices to honor God before that, I don't know where I would be today because that prepared me mm-hmm. for what I walked through and everything that came along with that to mm-hmm. where I'm back in a place of knowing my worth, right. knowing my value. I mean, you can probably see on my Bible, it says worthy. No, oh, um, My that. ring says worthy. My, my kind of motto in life is she is worthy. That is a huge part of my testimony just because you have to make the choice to believe it. You mm-hmm. have to believe that you're worthy because God calls you worthy. And if you follow your passions and your purpose and you follow, you know, God and you obey him and you make the choice. And that's the biggest thing is again, obedience is a choice. You make the choices to obey him. He's going to bring you to a place of purpose and your calling and that confidence is going to be there. So whether your testimony is I was lost, but now I'm found. Or, God, I've always known you, but look what you've done in my life. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's so unique, and it reaches different platforms. It's absolutely true. Yeah. It's so true. Um, a friend of mine, her husband, prays this prayer on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like an active part of when he prays. This is what he says. Um, Lord, help us to love you and to love others. Mm-hmm. And um, that is kind of a prayer that I have adopted. Um I pray, Lord, help us to love you and to love others more today than we did yesterday. And that is, it's, it's an action. It's a choice. Yes. And, you know, you can go about your life and like live life and interact with people and um, be kind and courteous. But whenever you choose yes. love, yes. Um, it changes everything. It and you have to choose Jesus every day. It's not yeah. something where you like pray a prayer one time and then you walk away from that prayer and you're like, saved. Yeah. Every, every day is a choice yes. that you make yes. to love and serve the Lord. Yes. Like to sacrifice yourself, to carry your cross and mm-hmm. walk your life and, and honor God in it. Like yes. it's a choice every single day. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of my life, I didn't make that choice. Mm-hmm. Like I knew God. I knew that he was who he said he was, yes. but I didn't make the choice to actively serve him every single day. Yeah, and it's, I agree with you completely. Yeah. Like choosing that mm-hmm. is something that is so important yeah. and it changes everything about your life. Yeah. If you could look back now, um, are there things like blessings in your life now that you can pinpoint to your youth and how your obedience in youth has blessed your life now? In so many ways. Um, literally have a list of my log of mm-hmm. blessings from little blessings to big blessings. It has just been one thing after another. I think for me, a huge thing growing up was God, I want a godly husband. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to yes. devote my life to you, I want a husband that is devoted to you. Right. And when I find him, let me know. It does not have to be love at first sight. It does mm-hmm. not have to be this super romantic story, right. but let me know. Right. 
And that was just always a prayer. And I really feel like because I tried my best to honor God, he he kind of showed he showed favor. Right. And yes. I remember the night that I met my husband, it was just a youth bowling trip and he happened to be there. And when I say met, it was that was the first time we ever had like a conversation. That was the first time and it was through church. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a youth bowling trip the day before New Year's Eve. And it hit me during a conversation and God was just like, that's him. And that's all there was to it. I went home. I said, hey, I met my husband. My mom laughed at me. <laughs> and then a couple years later, we were married. Like, yeah, And it yeah. wasn't this super, hey, you know, this is your husband. And all of a sudden we were dating. And so it was, again, making that choice to follow God day in and day out, knowing that mm-hmm. and making that choice you know, God, I'm going to continue to honor you and I'm going to trust you in the process. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a daily choice. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's all about a relationship with Christ. Um, if you had any advice that you could give to a high school girl right now who is faced with the decision of either choosing to honor God in their daily life or choosing to go after and pursue the world, what would that advice be? I think looking back at my life and kind of with the experience I have, it it goes back to the whole don't fit in, you know, be willing to completely stand out for Christ. Um, It just all goes back to that because ultimately that's where your fulfillment is, your worth is, your value is. It's all in Christ. And so know that, hold true to that and glorify you through that. I think that he's going to call you in different directions. I would tell these girls that, you know what, the likelihood that he calls you into your comfort zone is not going to be great. You're right. (laughs) You're going to have to depend on God. You're going to have to say, okay, God, get me through this. I can't do it in my own power. Be willing to do that. Make that choice to trust in God, to Mm -hmm. obey him daily. And it's the little decisions. It's daily little choices in your relationship with Christ that he's going to glorify, he's going to honor, and he's going to bless you through Yes. Oh, I love all of that. And it's so true. Um, honestly, I, I think that it's such a personal decision, personal choice um, to honor God with your life, even whenever the easiest decision is to not honor him. Um, I mean, man, he's just so good and he loves us so much. And choosing to honor him uh, sets you apart in a way that is unique and you know, it makes the world look at you a little differently. Yeah. You know, similar to the story that you shared earlier yeah. about, you know, being left out. Mm-hmm. But Jesus calls us to be in this world, but not of this world. To have an eternity perspective. To be um, sanctified. To be yes, set apart. To be set apart. And so um, choosing to do that at an early age sets you up to be able to step into your purpose sooner. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like I, I look back on my life and I know you're not supposed to say, oh, I would change this or I would change that, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the world is concerned. But I would choose to honor God now. If mm-hmm. I could go back to my high school days, I would do it differently. Yes. And and that's only because I know the love of Christ now and I fully understand it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't then. Um, but man, if I, if I had done it differently, when would I have stepped into my calling? Would it have been earlier? Would it have been now? Would I still walk through a different season? 
um, of sanctification and purification. And I'm sure, I'm sure I would have, but my story would be a lot different than it is now. And my entire goal, and I feel like the heart behind this project um, from the Lord's perspective is to encourage girls to choose him at an early age instead of going through that season that causes so much destruction whenever you choose to walk the world's way instead of the Lord's way. Um, and, and I think that you are such a beautiful example of what that looks like when you do honor the Lord in an early season like in your life because it sets you up and sets you apart and that is exactly what we're called to be and do. Yeah, so. I think really quickly, it just kind of what you were talking about, obedience and choosing to glorify God and how that shows, you know, just blessing in your life. There's literally Leviticus 26 talks about the reward for obedience and choosing to obey versus when you don't obey and it's disobedience brings destruction. When we're making our own decisions and not relying on God yes. for those decisions, our life can't be what God wants it to be if we're right. outside of his will. Right. And his plan's so much greater. So just choose to obey God. Like if I could, like you said, give any girl advice, just obey God from an early age. It makes obeying God later in life easier because you trust them. You've mm -hmm. built that foundation. Yep. You know, you build trust in relationships and God is one of those people that all your trust in him, all your faith in him, all your obedience in him, and he's going to bless you. That's that's just how it yes. is. Yes. Yeah. So true. Oh, Bree, thank you for this. Thank you for having me. It's oh been my blast. goodness. I'm just, I'm so grateful for the wisdom that you have, um, the godly wisdom. And it's obvious that the Lord has his hand on your life and it's beautiful. And um, I'm just thankful for the time that we have had to sit and chat. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely.